Oh, violence does call me, I've answered before. I'd made many enemies and settled my scores. But came a cry from a man that I'd known, someone to whom rare compassion I'd shown. And so I opened up my door to the man who promised me blood and war. For I craved violence, I craved to be free from the people who So last week, you were at the top of the house of a harpy named Thero, and you made it to the second floor, and everybody except for Anjali decided to open one door at a time, and then Anjali decided to go up to the attic because that's where the noises were coming from. So as you rolled initiative, the first door was open, and it was just a closet. The second door was open, and it was a bunch of hobgoblins who were very angry and surprised, but almost destroyed Haven in the process. Anjali opened the top door and heard a voice that taunted Anjali, and then saw a steam method, which you didn't know what it was, but that's what it was. And you were split. Ash ran upstairs to help Anjali, though Anjali told them to run back down to help the others. Haven turned into a human temporarily. Then you killed the hobgoblins. You didn't open any other doors, thankfully, because then you would have fought some animated armor, because that would have been shit. And you all fought the Harpy, eventually getting the, thanks to a rainbow bridge, getting people who couldn't fly be able to actually help with the fight. When she was destroyed, you quickly got the bracelet, you looted the entire house, and it was divvied up amongst yourselves, which was a total of 22 gold, 2 silver, 3 copper pieces each, with 1 silver and 2 copper left over. You also got, though you don't know what they are yet, a drift globe, a potion of animal friendship, and a bag of holding from digging up. And you also, I left believe, leveled up. Mm -hmm. Then you went to talk to Zahiri, who was very thankful rewarded you all very nicely and also agreed that Haven and her could go on their date. So that's where I believe we left off. Where to now? Where Whereabouts did we go back to? You went to Zahiri's. From yes. there, we can say retroactively that you went to rest if you want, or you could role play out that you went to go get food before your night's rest, however you want to do. There are different conversations I would like to have with respective people, but none have to be immediate, except at some point between before leaving to do anything, speaking with Angelique. Okay, so we can say y'all went back to the tavern. Angelique would also like to speak with Zahiri about some armor. Okay, so before you leave, the burnished beauty. I believe Zahiri gave a hug to everybody and you are about to leave when you bring up the armor. She is asking, oh, what kind of armor did you need? Well, I was hoping something that makes use of your talents, but something a little more protective than what I have right now. She glances over at your current armor. You have just plain regular armor, leather? Yep. Yep. Just plain leather. Well worn. Are you looking for studded or are you looking for magical? Studded. 
I don't think we can afford magic at this point. No. She glances over. She's like, well, I can definitely make it prettier. That's for sure. And then I can put a design into it made of metal that will cause it to be a little bit harder to pierce through. Yes, please. I leave it in your very capable hands. All this stuff is so, so beautiful. So she says that's going to be about 50 gold. And if you give me a day or two, I can have it ready. Any particular designs you would prefer? Let's just sketch out a couple real quick ones. Something like this, largely dark, more or less muted colors, although it can have some bright accessories that can be taken off and hidden if they need to be. Obviously, the wings need to be able to have free mobility. Of course. Uh, she studies the design and then she offers some little details and she, between the two of you, you get to the perfect design that you prefer. And she is going to make something that has decorations made out of leather and then also designs that are made out of the metal pieces that make it look like a corset boning and everything like that. So it's perfect to... When it hits, it will be a little bit better at bouncing off weapons. Thank you. Reese will also go up and ask, actually taking off his big component pouch slash construction belt. I was wondering if you could help me make a better version of this. And the one he has, it's a lot of patchwork pockets and a lot of things like that. I guess I'm just worried about walking around and getting pickpocketed pretty easily, especially when I have to carry so much stuff to be able to do the things that I do. I was wondering if maybe you could help me make a better version of this. Have you considered a jacket with pockets hidden inside? Uh, I get I get kind of overheated pretty easily, so I try not to. I think I think for me, I just kind of like the belt, like the big kind of the big belt. She nods. I can work on something. Twenty gold. Sure. I don't know how much that's going to cost, but it's for flavor, so it's fine. All right, so you have your orders in. You gave the money over, and she says it'll be about 24 to 48 hours before it's done. But you have those two things in the works. Oh, does Ash need to get their blade, their sword? I got it at the end, like at the very tail end of last session. It was just like, oh, hey, DM, I still need to get my sword. And then like, yeah, cool. Okay, you got your sword. Cool, cool. Sword looks awesome. It's like so sharp that it would cut like anything perfectly nice i like pull out a little bit of my fur and just shink mm, very nice slice it you just like drop the hair on it and it splits very nice uh, zaz would like reach a finger over and just like touch the blade and, mm. your finger gets <laughs> cut <laughs> exactly and look at it and just kind of like smiles that's gonna come in handy all right so with your orders in you can go about your way perhaps to the tavern perhaps to bed as we're walking back to wherever we go, I will fall into step with Angelique. To give you a curious glance. That was pretty reckless back there. You okay? Yeah, I'm I'm okay. I was never intending to engage everything, just keep them busy. I get that. I mean, I'll admit I'm a little bit pissed right now. I nearly fucking died. Again. I know that's a thing in the place that we live. But I kind of expected it to be at the, the hands of those assholes, not one of our own, you know? Not a freaking harpy, or the harpy's minions, so... Yeah, like... She, she knew we were there. We couldn't let her take advantage of that. Yeah, but we had enemies at our back. Not not when I went by. <laughs> there was a closet. Okay, I, I get that. I, I'm just concerned, because, like, I was in a lot of danger, a couple of others were in a lot of danger. It was... we, we could have died. Yeah, I heard. It sounds like quite the battle. That's why I sent Ash back to help. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I just wanted to check in was all. Haven will sort of step back a little bit with a... Not a frown, but a slightly... That didn't quite go how I was hoping it would go expression or something. 
Are you concerned that I'll be a bit of a loose cannon? Yes. Hmm. Well, I made a judgment call then, again, not wanting her to get another drop on us, having stared at that picture down below and, and been out of it briefly. I didn't want her to do the same thing to us. I, I can get that. But I will do my best not to... How about, if if you're going to go ahead, just let what someone... I, I mean, I know Ash was with you for a while, but I don't think it was because she... I think that was more because she saw you running. The rest of us didn't have sort of a chance, I don't think. So maybe just be like, I'm going this way. And then we can make sure that someone goes with you. And we know that if shit's going to hit the fan, they're not coming back. Just for your sure. sake. To make sure that you stay alive and stuff. I like staying alive. I like you staying alive too. I did hit on you the other night after all. Oh, you remembered that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure you would. It was, uh, yes, quite. Um, I was very inebriated, but I did did double check with it. Did did double check with you in the morning, so um, <clears throat> quite. True. But as I said, then if I'm going to do it, I'd rather do it sober. So you know. Anyway, True. lovely evening stroll. Should we carry on? Would love to. Excellent, excellent. She'll she'll actually take put her arm through yours. Yeah, and Haven will happily take yours this time, and it won't be a, like a disgruntled. This didn't go how I wanted. It, it's a more okay. You're you're not gonna risk your life, and now I'm satisfied with that kind of yeah. Okay, let's go. Type thing. Anybody else? I think it's kind of a. I don't know if it's established yet, but I think we've been kind of staying in the tavern at least tonight. If we haven't, I know you kind of told us, but if our characters haven't identified what those magical items are, we still definitely take a look at them and even cast identify if he needs to but he could definitely do that okay do you have the pearl that you need i do not then i will i will take care of i will take care of getting that okay you we could say that you if you can afford it we could say that you went and grabbed it on the way back to the tavern sure yeah i could i could take a hundred out so you now have a fancy pearl i'm sorry i have a game question does the pearl get consumed by identify no or is it just necessary to have it's just necessary to have. It doesn't get consumed. Oh, cool. It doesn't specify it gets consumed. Usually it'll specify like the diamonds for Red Vivify. Right, right. I just hadn't read the description. I didn't know if it did. Cool. All right. Sorry. Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll buy that and then I'll I'll hold on to the pearl. And then what did we get? We got that orb. We got a that bag of holding. And this is, of course, out of character. And, and the uh, potion of animal friendship. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think I'll try to ritual cast and kind of take my time with those to figure out each one for the group. Okay. So once we get back to, I guess, the tavern, if that's where we're going, the Thirsty Fool again, and we're all kind of like gathered and having our nightly relaxing and recoverings, I'm going to cast a Peaceful Garden and do a very similar thing with the bits and bobs and toys and chaos objects and things like that just around the table that we're at for the zen garden effect and any creature adjacent to this garden for longer than 30 minutes recovers 1d6 hit points per contemplation and meditation just to kind of top everybody off all right as you are walking angel lee you stumble slightly the linked arm arm with haven mm -hmm. yep still got my arm oh so I'll, I'll steady you a little bit you're you're right there did you start drinking early <laughs> No, no, thank you very much. And then she'll shoot up into the air, uh, dangling Haven's belt pouch in front of Haven and take off. Angeli! And I'll fly after her. Uh, she'll head back to the, the tavern and let you catch up there. I think she's a little faster generally. So, are you buying the first round? I have a 40 fly speed. Am I far? Are you faster? 
I have a 40. I think you have a 30. No, I have 40. You sure? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, okay. Then we're tied. <laughs> I had a head so, start. Okay. How, how do we contest this then? Acrobatics? The weaving through the uh, flagpoles and all? I'm game for acrobatics. Would it be acrobatics or athletics? Stamina and all that. Either or, because you're flying and you're dodging and weaving around things. I'll pick acrobatics. N. 24. Uh, it was a critical success. All right, so Angeli gets ahead of you, and then as you are like, the fuck, and you dart off after her, you start weaving through buildings and lose sight of her. But eventually you head back to the tavern and see, see Angeli just standing there smug. Ah, give me my fucking money back. Pass it to her. Thanks. Is it the same weight and amount that I had previously? Make a intelligence check since you're not counting it right now. 13. Seems like it. Okay, thank you. I'll take out two gold coins and flick them to Angelique and go, That's fair. You whooped me. How, okay. how about it on the drinks? She'll catch it. She'll spend the drinks ordering the first round for everybody so it's ready when they get there. Okay. This is on Haven, people. I think the I've been asking Ash and Zaz where they learned to fight, where they learned to use their weaponry. I was trained growing up with various different packs in melee combat as a protector. So I was one who wouldn't necessarily go out and face threats, but I would keep any danger from reaching the pack. And so that's where I kind of got my training growing up, growing up into it. And now, of course, using it in the fights against the Order. So I picked a lot of my skill with the blade and skill with the mace up from uh, being a combat medic. And sometimes you have to be on the lines of the battlefield where you need to handle yourself as well as be able to pick people back up so just handy to have have you been in like a big kind of war battle type of thing before this is reese tripping over his words a few skirmishes here and there mostly with the order before i met you all wow kind of start with oh i've i've been in a couple and there was one or two very very large ones there was one very very bad one that i was in actually where i met Haven, and then I'll kind of look over and see Reese very engaged, talking with Zaz, and I'll okay, and just sort of scoot a little to the side and let them kind of do their thing. No, I think I think Reese is also very engaged to hearing you guys talk about these like battles that you have been a part of, and you 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 maybe get the sense that Reese hasn't had that same kind of battle experience. What about you? You said you practiced and fancied with a scimitar back in the day, back when you were younger. Oh. You said. Yeah, yeah. My parents were very big in the in the military, I guess. So a lot of me and my siblings, you know, we were all trained up on on combat and even at a very young age on how to swing and handle a scimitar or a rapier or some of them, you know, they'd carry short swords, things like that. I was never too crazy about it, but they definitely hammered it into us. Just gonna take all that in and continue walking with Ash and Reese. I'm curious. Ash, you said you met Haven on a battlefield. I did, actually. There was a very, very large, very bad battle that did not go well, and we were two of the few who survived. Was it just the two of you? Just about. There was one or two other stragglers, but pretty much just the two of us. And we were <laughs> we were both pretty much half dead at that point as well, so not in the best of shape. But we did survive, so there's that. You're here now? That's what Indeed. matters. Indeed. I'm glad you're here. 
Thank you, Reese. I'm glad to be here as well. And if you'd like, sometimes on the evenings, if we have quieter nights, I'd be happy to bar with you a little bit if you want to get some practice in. <laughs> sure. I think you'd kick my ass, but sure, that'd, that'd be oh, fun. But that would be what? so much fun, and we could bet <laughs> on it, and we could drink to it. It'll, it'll just be a show. It'll be a fantastic... You could enter the fight rings. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a little sparring in the <laughs> fight you ring. Could, you could pick uh, one of the non-lethal nights. It'll be great. We'll get popcorn. It'll be wonderful. Uh, I'm getting my ass kicked is the entertainment, isn't it going to be? <laughs> no, no, because because we're going to train with you. We're going to spar with you. We're going to get you good, and then you can just kick somebody else's ass. It'll be great. Perfect. <laughs> I think we make it to the to the tavern where you guys yeah, said you had some drinks waiting for us, right? As you walk in, there is a table where you see Haven and Angelie, and there are drinks waiting for everybody at their own respective seats. When you all sit down, you begin to rest and finally feel relieved after having found the bracelet, gotten quite a bit of gold in the last couple of days, and discovered some things about each other and your ways of handling situations in battle. As the night goes on, you hear whispers. Just There's a bunch of people in the tavern that haven't been here the last couple of times. They look like they are all scouts. There are a couple of comments that you overhear throughout the loud singing and just conversation of did you hear about the the wild woman and and then somebody else says uh, a couple minutes later yeah it's I'm missing dead nobody knows and you hear another person about 20 minutes later mention the ruins and Reese you start to piece some things together that it sounds similar to someone from your past I think Reese even if he's in the middle of identifying, he'll stand up and try to talk to whatever people are talking. Hey, I, I couldn't help but overhear. What are you guys uh, talking about? A wild woman? Um, you run into a orc who looks up at you kind of... They're way past drunk. And they're just like, of course, the one, the one from the ruins. The one everybody knows about. Uh, nobody knows her name, but she lives in the ruins and protects it supposedly, but... She must have not done a great job because it's, it ruins, right? Mm. Yeah. You said she's missing, huh? Well, the protections that she supposedly did, things have gotten worse and somebody found her house and it's empty. Nobody found a body. We were scouting the ruins for a couple of days and didn't see her, didn't see any sign of violence. Just nothing. Huh. So, I don't know. Maybe she decided to flee and move on from the ruins, but maybe she's just a rumor all along. I've never actually met her. Yeah, I've always heard rumors too. Weird stories, but thanks. Yeah, of course. And I think on the way back to the table, you guys see Reese pull out this item that looks almost like a teardrop shape that kind of fits in the palm of his hand. And it's made of copper. And in the center of it is something that looks maybe like, like a small little orb. And it is very... Would you say it's still, like, it's very, very dim? Or how does the light look inside? The light is significantly dimmer than the last time you looked at it. Ah, shit. Alright. And you do know what that means. Actually, make a history roll. Sure. But the rest of us saw that, right? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not necessarily trying to hide it. Or That's a 14. You remember a night, this is a while ago, where you were with Daya and somebody attacked. And she got hit with an arrow that had poison in it and you couldn't figure out the solution to, to fix it and she didn't have the power or ability to save herself. 
you were rushed to the city and were able to get something. But as you were doing so, you saw all these glowing trinkets on her that were wrapped around her shoulders and her neck, all slowly dimming the weaker she got. When you finally found a antidote and were able to give it to her, they all were, came back to life again slowly as she healed, going back to the full brightness that you remember them always being. Uh -huh. So the dimmer it is either means she is badly injured or she is already gone. And it's just the last of her magic in the item. You're not sure which. You never saw it. what would happen if she died. Okay. I think Reese makes it back to the table and sits down with it in his hand. Reese, where did you get that? And you see Angelia is, is reaching in under her leather armor and pulling out a thong that has an almost exact duplicate of that. When, when I woke up, I had this and I have no idea why. And mine's dimmer as well. Have any of you heard of the wild woman from the ruins? No. Can't say that I have. There is rumor about a woman who is very powerful, who lives in the ruins and protects the area, but I know this woman pretty well. She is the one who helped kind of take me in and helped train me and helped teach me how to, how to use magic and use things like that. And I left her. And I know that this light has been getting a little bit dimmer, which isn't a good sign for her health but those guys over there are talking about you know she's missing or that something strange is going on in the ruins and i i can't help but really worry had you ever seen me before like how, how did i end up with one of these she'll look around at the other people too to see if they have one no reese how long ago did you leave Zaya? probably about a year ago you would not have seen angelina yeah no no i i I, I, the first time I met you was when I was, you know, when, when I found you. Oh. Dai gave me this as a parting gift. And I, I know we have a mission with the tower, but if we could at least check the area and see what could possibly be going on in the ruins, I'd, I'd really be curious if you guys would help me. Of course. I mean, you, certainly. You've helped me no end. I, I am absolutely at your disposal. Be happy to help. Absolutely. Thank you. And I would like to know how she knows me. Yeah, I'm curious about that too. She is she's pretty powerful, but she's a little she's a little out there. She's she's where I learned a lot of illusionary magic, which is where which is why you guys see me with with so much, but she taught me a lot about how to, you know, continue to learn new spells and continue to learn new things. And that's really been helping me, especially over these past few days I keep learning a lot of new stuff and i can't help but think of her now as as things like the tower and and all of these dangerous things start picking up i think it might even help us to to check it out and see if she can help us with with this tower and the mission but i'm also being a bit selfish and wanting to see if she's all right i don't think it's selfish it's understandable absolutely understandable we should get a good night's rest though yeah yeah of course head out in the morning maybe yeah i before I, I stopped that i was taking a look at some of the items that we got from the house earlier and uh, one of them happens to be a potion of animal friendship and uh, this bag here is a bag of holding which can really really come in handy as for this orb thing let me let me finish taking a look at that and i can figure out the details on that bag of holding will be incredibly useful I dropped some items off at the Tanners, which one is going to be into a set of boots, but the other one is going to be into one, potentially two waterproof satchels, so that should we eviscerate anything, we can put their grisly remains into that, 
and then we could put that in the bag of holding without potentially making the inside rather icky, shall we say. So that that's a really good find and identifying. Nicely done, Reese. Yeah, no problem. I mean, I was kind of saving the most interesting one for last. This one looks kind of weird. And Zaz, thank you for this this like aura you keep doing around us. This is this is cool. Mm, seconded. Helps keep the chaos, you know. <laughs> so I, Matt, know what a bag of holding and a potion of animal friendship is. I have no idea what a drift globe is. A drift globe is a object that f- is about the size of a softball. Mm-hmm. And it floats near the owner and lights up. It provides light source. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, then eventually once once Reese is done focusing on that, which takes a few, he'll, he'll share that with the group that we have a little drift globe. It weighs about a pound, and if you're within 60 feet of it, you can speak the command word to cast light or daylight. Oh. Daylight can only be cast once per day, refreshing at dawn, and it's an action to use another command word to rise it in the air and float no more than five feet off the ground. Does that require attunement? I don't think it does. Yeah, I think Reese just shares all of that with the group. I know it's pretty common, but is there anybody who doesn't have dark vision? No, no, I have that. All right. So yeah, we have we have all of this. Does anybody good stuff feel particularly like they want to hold on to a specific one, or is there anything in the bag already? Just above board. I'm thinking we picked up a couple of outfits that were in good shape. I'm thinking maybe they are in there. I know with a bag of holding, you usually have to think of the thing you're trying to pull out. So, and I'm gonna try to keep it simple. And Reese is gonna think about gold and just reach into the bag. See if he finds any loose chain. What happens if you just turn it inside out? Not that big of a bag. Normally you turn it upside down and shake it and that empties it. Oh, does it? At least that's that's what I've heard. I'm not sure if that's canon or not. Or turn it inside out. It'll, it'll say in the description. I, I think at this point, because Reese, Reese has cast it Identify and he knows better than me how it works. He's just going to turn it inside out and let the contents spill forth. Well, okay. If you're going to do that inside the tavern. Uh-oh. <laughs> a bunch of gold randomly scatters all over the place and a rhinoceros head and a ton of and also a bunch of platinum oh shit oh shit i i think i think we are scurrying to grab grab it as quickly as possible everybody starts running because they hear coins drop dropping so you lose about half of them i'm gonna i'm gonna cast silent image and make this like sphere of fire appear around us to try to like make everybody hesitant to come any closer I will spread my wings out and try and yeah. block it from coming through said wall of fire. Same. Like, we are going to defend whatever has just come out of this bag. You get 42 Ange- platinum and 53 gold. Angelie is just going to laugh, grab a handful, and throw it back into the crowd so it'll redirect them that way. All right, you get 39 platinum. Now make I'll be nice. Uh, 40 platinum and 50 gold. So it's evenly distributed. You lost the extra. That's fair. That's fair. I think that goes into the party fund we talked about earlier. Also, yeah. a lot of costumes, like seven or eight costumes, just fall on top of your drinks. I lost oh, the party oh. fund. Bear with me a second. It's just the one silver and two copper left over. So that really that is what was left. <laughs> yep. So that really increases our party fund. I mean, we could split it and put the. Oh look, one silver and two copper for the team. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's up to you guys. Maybe we could split it and then do the other way, or we could just put it all there and use it later. If each of you get five? Eight. Eight. Eight, eight yep. Eight. Eight and platinum, then, ten gold. 
Tangled. Yeah, we can do that. So once Reese has done that, I will take out all the stuff that I purloined, which was a whole bunch of silver. Bear with me two seconds. I have a bunch of silvered items, some gold candlesticks, and a jewelry box. Yes. Yeah, so all of that was... It's 1445 gold plus two silver. Wow. 289 each. Thanks. That's 289 what? Silver? Gold. Gold. Gold? Oh! Haven stole silvered plates and silverware, gold candlestick holders, and a jewelry box, which I randomly generated, and the total of between the all of the items was 1445. The silver and the gold were both approximations based off how much gold and silver are really worth in the real day, because I didn't know how else to do it. I made more work for myself instead of just guesstimating, but 289. So I'll assume that we picked them off before getting back to the tavern, and then handed, like, just... Put the gold down, divvy it up between everyone. Say, there you go, guys. That's our share from the Wicked Witch of the Flying City. Nice. Wow. Considering three days ago I had, like, three silver. You're welcome. Yep, yep. I will slide 150 gold towards Reese. I believe there was a scroll that that odd man with the mecha squirrel had that might be useful. Yeah, I think Del said that he had a scroll. I don't know if it was located like to help locate an object but it's all right i should have enough now to be able to afford it we, we'd use it for the group uh, at times so i'm thinking you shouldn't just have to pay for that yourself hold on to it if i need money from you guys i'll i'll ask but i think maybe tomorrow I'll sw- we'll swing by and i'll i'll buy that scroll from him right he genuinely looks uncomfortable with all the money but if you want i could i could hold on to anybody's stuff i'll throw it in the bag of holding you can just keep track of your own stuff if it's a lot to carry, like a little bank deposit. <laughs> I'll put the spare three silver and two copper from the, the team fund in there. Ah, uh, perfect. <laughs> Our big wallets. Mm, quite. Owls are massive and bulging, and then there's like, here's a couple of copper. You're fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Angelique counts out like 50 goldish in various denominations for herself and dumps everything else in a handkerchief, twists it up and ties it up and hands it to Reese. Sure. Anybody else have anything they want to keep in here? I'm going to put the potion in here for right now, but we can remember we have that. I am going to spend a little bit of time at the table moving the money so that like some is in a secret compartment in my left leg, some is in a secret compartment in my right leg, some is in my left pocket, my right pocket, some is by my hip on one side, by my hip on the other side, but tucked into the clothing as opposed to outside the clothing. Some is in my non-existent cleavage, some is in my wing joint, and it's just dotted all around me in tiny little packets that won't jingle or jangle, but if someone tries to pickpocket me, they're not getting 500 gold. I think I'm gonna, you know, I'll take all the, of course, all the costumes that have fallen out. I'll try to clean them with my magic and then put them back in the in the bag of holding. Do we want to go through them and see if anyone particularly wants any of them or if we should sell them? We could. I think, I think we could definitely sell them. There's one there that's quite catching my eye, actually. Yeah, Anjali grabs the... There is a outfit in there that is like black velvet with a satin inside for a long coat, sort of like a pirate coat, as well as crushed velvet tie-up pants with the laces all up the one side on each side, as well as a fairly tight leather corset that matches and fits the rest of it. The coat also has white roll-up sleeves that are fairly large, and it comes with a set of fingerless gloves. So very much a goth pirate look. Very nice, very nice. And you will look amazing in it. 
Thank you. There is and this outfit here, it's absolutely stunning. I, I would like it if no one has any objections, and what it looks like is tight dark trousers, black trousers that are very much skin tight, above the knee boots, a black high collared shirt with a crushed dark blood red velvet jacket with black detailing on all of the lapels down the seams and on the cuffs. Nice. Cool. Mm. That's very nice. I think you've just improved your whole outfit. Oh, this is just for special occasions. I wouldn't mm. I couldn't fight in this regularly, but you know, for for when I need to have particular charm, this could do quite well. Oh, for your date. Quite possibly. And while the others go through whether or not they want any of the remaining outfits, because there's probably one or two there that might catch a few people's eyes, I want to grab one of the drinks, two of the drinks actually, and have a look around the bar. Not for someone who's looking horny, but for someone who potentially looks a little bit on the downside. Okay, make a perception check. 15. All right, you see a couple of people. There are a few standard drunks that are usually frequenting the place. You see one of the barmaids is having a, look like they're having a bad day. And then there are just a few other folks who just aren't really talking to other people, but you're not sure if they're having a bad day or not. I will approach the barmaid. She looks up, uh, this is a, a drow. And she goes, um, can, can I help you? Do, you? do you need anything? I need five minutes of your time, not behind the bar, no funny business. Just come have a chat with me. She glances around and it's like, okay. And she like waves down another weights person and is like, five minute break and we'll follow you. Stroll outside, still within plenty of distance of the bar. So that if, you know, she's not concerned in the slightest, I'll hand her, I'll just, I'll hold out both tank and say, you poured these a few minutes ago. You saw me take them from the table. You know, there's nothing in there. Would you like one? And do you want to talk? She's like, I can't drink while I'm work, but I appreciate it. You're not at work, you're on a break, you're outside of work, would you like a drink? not quite how it works, but you know what, fuck it. (laughs) She'll take a sip. (laughs) And she'll just hold it after that, she won't be actually drinking. She'll like place it on something nearby, like a barrel nearby, so she's not holding it just in case someone steps out. (laughs) Okay. You seem to be having a bad night, what's going on? Oh, it's just, you know, money, working for jobs, you you can't make ends meet, it's fine. It's true, it's true. What what are you what are you struggling for? Why? No offense, but why do you care? Nobody else gives a shit. You've seen me around. You know who I am. I occasionally like to help people. So what's up? Talk to me. Roll a persuasion check with advantage. I thought that was two 19s for a second, but it's a 19 and a 16. Persuasion is plus four, so 23. Yeah, figured. She goes, okay, to be honest, I'm about to be evicted. Okay. From the only place I can afford. What kind of rent do you need then? They're at they're doubling the rent because it's under a new owner. Some um, no offense, but succubus bitch uh, now owns the place and increased the rent by like t- two to three times the amount from before. So instead of before it was like a silver a day, now it's two or three silver, and it keeps going up. Okay, that's pretty harsh. Here's fifteen gold. She just like stammers like the f- what? Take the rest of your five minutes, have a sit, have the pint if you really want it or don't and leave it out here and just don't worry for a couple of months and I'll just walk back inside. She 
is flabbergasted and doesn't know what to say, so she's glad that you walked back inside. Yeah. But you do see her pick up the drink and just start checking. Okay. And that's that's I'll just go back inside and say nothing. Okay. You just gave her more money than she makes in a year. Yeah. Right. So you the rest of you are inside, or do you want to do anything before you go to sleep for the night? I'm going to just talk to the group and be like, I don't know when you guys would want to go, but and now I'm just curious if Angeli, if you recognize her, but I'm going to make a image of what Daya looks like. And I'll keep it small as just a, you know, a minor illusion, but just to kind of share what she looks like. Angeli, make a wisdom save with advantage. A natural 20. As you glance at the image, your eyes begin to flutter and you begin to have a flashback. Everything is dark. And then when you open your eyes, you hear footsteps, you hear shouting, you hear demands that you can't quite make out what they're being said and you feel a tug on your shoulder and you're being dragged you black out and then you come back to and you see an old woman standing above you with tattoos on her face and those glowing items around her neck just dangling in front of your eyes and they seem to like catch your attention for a brief moment and she's like you need to hide and she's just being shh, shh, shh. hide it it'll be fine and you feel warmth through her magic, but you don't know what she cast on you because you black out again. You come to for a moment and you hear the sound of fighting. You hear the sound of magic being cast and this woman's voice screaming that these people don't belong in these ruins. Leave or they will be killed. And you black out. And when you come to, you are alone, but you have that item in your hand and no memories from prior to that. You looked around and you don't see the woman. You do see the signs of battle. You see dead bodies of the Order, at least six or seven dead, but you don't see the body of the woman that you saw for only a moment. You do see blood trails, but you're confused and disoriented and you ended up going in the opposite direction to try to find help to figure out where you were. And this was the day you woke up, or after having lost your memory. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen her. You have? It's, Angeli looks between Reese and Taz. Y you know that I've lost my memory, so I don't remember everything. But this is, I had some visions just now when you showed me that image of a woman with tattoos on her face and those glowing, these things glowing brighter. And she gestures with copper pendant. I didn't remember this before. This is, I seem to have lost my memories. I don't know whether it was before or after, but this is earlier to when I woke up. Uh, there was fighting. She saved me. I don't know whether I was hit or hurt. It was the order. It was those, those faceless individuals. And she was yelling out that they don't belong and to leave. And it was, it's all mixed up and, and hazy. I, I tried to find, like, I woke up and the bodies of the Order were the, the six or seven, half a dozen, scattered around dead, blood trails leading off. I've, I didn't see any sign of the old woman, and I tried to follow the trails, but I don't know whether I followed a wrong one or my head was still not working properly, but I passed out, and, and then when I woke up, I didn't even remember that part of it. So I have seen her before, I think. Is, is that a description of her? Yeah, 
Angelique, could I try something? Sure. The spell identified helps me figure out, if I look at a magical item, I can learn its properties and things like that, but I can also take a moment to learn if anything is affecting an individual as well. I think just for plot and pacing, I'm I'm not going to catch the cast as a ritual. I'm too impatient. I'm just going to cast Identify on Anjali to see if any spells are affecting Anjali. All right, you cast your spell, and you do see the glowing light blue of enchantment magic upon her. It's hovering around her head completely, nowhere else on her body. And you can tell it's a very powerful magic, not one that you recognize, though, or one that you've ever learned. It doesn't seem like a charm enchantment, though. I definitely share those details. It's not anything that I recognize, though. Is that what hiding my memories? I think so. But that means that somebody either, like, took the action to do so, or there's some kind of magical effect keeping those memories from you. Could the old woman, Daya, was it you said her name was? Yeah, Daya. Daya. Could she have cast that on me? She could. I never really knew everything she was capable of. You would know that she more focused on nature, magic, and illusions. She was strongly against using enchantment spells because it took away the free will of people. You have been there before when she fought the Order years ago, and they like to use a lot of enchantment spells to Mm. make people do their bidding. You know, this, it could be something done by the Order. Daya doesn't, it doesn't really, you know, fit what she was really about. If she's okay, I, she might know a way to reverse this or get rid of it, but... Well, we need to find her then. I think so. And with that, are you going to bed for the night? We'll try. Lots to think about. Yeah, and when Ash and I are in a room, I'd like to talk to her for a moment. Okay. Only once everyone's done their things and we're all headed that way. Zaz, are you I doing anything I'm... before you go to bed? No, I'm good. I'm spent. I'm Big yeah. day. And everything I need to do for the night. Lots unlocked. It's last 24 hours. <laughs> Alright, uh, you two are in the room alone. Are you doing the, you're going to turn round and round and round on the bed yeah. and try and, okay. I'm going to find um, the spot and I'm going to walk in circles for like five minutes until I find exactly <laughs> how I can lay down in just the right place. I'm going to wait until you've done that, like getting changed and slightly undressed for and sorted for bed and things. I'll, I'll climb onto the bed and throw a wing over you like I usually do when we're sharing a room and say, so that woman earlier, she, she said a lot of things and I, I've... Which woman? The one in the bar. The the goddess. Oh, right. The one, the old one. I, the not I old know one. The, the, the not old one. I know okay. a lot has happened in the last 24 hours. And yeah, it, it probably seems like three or four days ago that that happened. I don't understand everything that she was talking about. I mean, if she is a goddess, then I'm sure that some of the stuff she said was probably very cryptic. <laughs> yes. But... I'm I'm going to do research and things and I'm I'm going to go find some books from those people who they've given me a bunch of books to translate which is fine. I'm I'm going to do that and see when I go back I'm going to see now that I have more money if they have books on what found family is and what what any of that means because when things were set I I you know I spent a few days with her because I've I've told you that but is it three or five i think it's still up for debate (laughs) it's around there somewhere it it blurs at the edges but 
she never touched me. It was always me helping her, shall we say. And apparently I did a good enough job and she granted me a boon. Which I don't remember, it was all very hazy, but what she said was that she was going to save my family. Which obviously, they died. And for reasons, I'm not terribly upset about this. There, there were things that happened, and yeah, it, it you know, uh, uh, and Haven will fluster for a moment before going, anyway, anyway, so, but she said that she was there that day, and... Well, you made she, a deal with her and she didn't, it sounds like she didn't follow through on it. She said she saved you instead. I look very confused for a long moment and then just kind of drop into a thousand yard stare for a minute thinking. Yeah, that's, yeah, so that's why I want to do some more research because she said it wasn't my past family that she saved but my future family so I don't get that I have no idea what that means but she looked at you when she said it so I'm gonna do some research but I wanted you to know thank you for thank you for telling me and mm. if you do discover anything let let me know it is mm. the concept of found family is one that for my own part I know a little bit about because of the way that some of the Ulfur packs run. Right. In that there are many packs that aren't actually connected by blood, but they're considered no less legitimate or no less important than those that are. In fact, okay. in some ways, they're more important because those are the packs that you choose to run with. So I'm sure something similar along those lines, but let me know. Let me know what yeah. you find. I, I will. And yeah, I just I just wanted to let you know. So um, cause I couldn't explain very well earlier. I was, I was quite confounded and baffled. Understand understandably so. Understandably yes. So. Yeah. And then I'll make sure you're all tucked up under my wing. Um, grab a blanket for me and go to sleep. I will stay awake thinking for about an hour and then I'll go to sleep. Okay. Before the night ends, Reese, you wanted to do something? Yeah, sure. You guys hear a knock on your door before you fall asleep. On whose door? Our door? Yeah. Okay. I'll maybe kind of get up. What? I'll go and open the door. And Reese, are you all right? Is everything okay? Yeah, you guys see Reese and with two individuals with him. Nikki, how do you want to describe them? Because I've summoned two of them. Both the same gender? Yeah. God damn it. I have to come up with a second picture now. <laughs> <laughs> or they could they could look similar. They're twins. You see two twin demons with pale skin but red crackled veins looking kind of going down their face. Their eyes are bright red and they have built into their head these red gems of sorts that are glowing and they are both gorgeous with these horns on top of their heads and they don't say anything even though they have like the serious look on their face and each have have a hand on a hilt of a sword what's all this hey i knew of a spell for a while and i finally figured out how to do it it is to summon a protective lesbian and i know it's been a long day so i use the rest of my spell slots this is eva and this is winora i'll kind of look back and forth between them and just sort of Nice to nice to meet you. Alright, you guys got you guys have him for four hours. Alright, I'll see you guys later. What pardon? Good night. What are they Wait, Reese, what um And I was gonna just look at Ash and back to the demons and back to Ash and like what do we do with them? Uh I don't know. Did they did they just stand by the door or something? I just, I don't know how this mm -hmm. works. No. Hello. Can we address you directly? 
Can you send me a spell? The spell, yeah. They one of them speaks up and introduces themselves as Eva and says they will keep watch for four hours, but they can do anything you need them to do in that four hours. Well, I don't have any itches to scratch. Ash, how horny are you? Don't look at me. I was about to go to sleep. Okay. I have some socks that need darning. Does does that come into it? You might want to wash them first. They're a little bit bad. They've only, It's only been four months. A little but... bad. Those things could walk on their own, Haven. <laughs> well, it's admittedly, I've been through some rough times in the last four months. Some of the grime of the battlefield did get in my boots. I won't deny this. They're slightly caked. So you... Uh, you might want you know what you might just want to knit me a new pair because i'm not sure that if you wash the grime off that anything is going to be left magically knitting needles and warm wool appear in one of their hands i thank you very much <laughs> they begin knitting socks i'm just gonna go back to if, if you know if you have time for some kind of warm body thing that won't impede the the wings I, that would be appreciated too i'm just gonna yep. kind of roll my eyes and then go back to the foot of the bed and lay down are you going to turn around for five minutes? Yeah, you're not comfy anymore. I, uh, well, I had it settled right the first time, so I think this time it only takes me like three. Okay. Just three minutes. I'll wait till you're settled, lay back down, throw a blanket over me, then throw a wing over you. I'm going to see Haven's body sock in the morning. <laughs> when you wake up, after four hours, the protective lesbians disappear, and you wake up to two fresh pairs of wool socks and a very colorful vest. Nice. Nice. I will sit down and cut off my old socks because they're so caked on. Ooh. <laughs> Can I use this to take a hose? Haven. <laughs> no, then I have to have a bath. I had one like seven months ago, thank you. I mean, technically you were cleaned like two days ago. Yeah, but I insisted that the grime got put back. I don't think that much grime got put back. You have to take like a file to it to get it off. The magic, it was so strong, the magic couldn't <laughs> penetrate. Yeah. So I have, I have a question. The the aura that Zaz put up, did that have any effect on us? 1d6 for every 30 minutes of like one meditation for sitting there for 30 minutes. Yeah. So realistically, everybody would have gotten to roll 1d6 for health. So everybody can roll 1d6 for their own healing before they go to sleep. And then just in case, did anybody have any healing spell slots left that they wanted to use? I am all out of spell slots. Okay. Summoning those lesbians was the most powerful magic I had. That's pretty potent magic. Yeah. So each of you heal 15% for the night of your max health. If you are not at full health, round it up. Cool. Not everybody may be at full, so. I was. Yeah. Is anybody not fully healed? Between the meditation and the overnight stuff, I'm healed up. Yeah. Me, me too. Zaz, are you fully healed too? Ash? Yes, I'm fully healed. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Everybody is fully healed, which is good because I didn't think that was going to happen. So. The next day, you all wake up and you have choices to make. Are you going to the ruins? Are you going to the tower? Are you going somewhere else? We could go to the tower via the ruins. Good. However, before we do, we do have a bunch of dresses and shit. Do we want to sell them while we're here or just deal with them next time? You do have a bag of holding. Yeah, I figured they're in there. We could also swing by the cheap phoenix and grab that spell scroll. But I'd also have to take the time to copy that down, too. What was that spell scroll again? I don't know. You didn't. You didn't tell me. You just said it was a uh... find items, locate object. I'm pretty sure it was locate object. I said it was a strong spell scroll of some sort. Out of his press range. I yeah. I was looking for locate object, and then Dell was like, "I have this one. It's three hundred. 
And then I was like, oh, so then I'm at price range. And you're like, well, that's because it's like an uncommon one. So they can range in price. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what that was, so I'm going to randomize it. But... I think that was the plan all along. All right. So <laughs> what are you going to do in the morning? Just eat breakfast and then head out? Make that stop? Angeli was actually kind of waiting outside Reese's door <laughs> for him to get up. Oh. Reese, you open the door and Angeli's just like right there. <laughs> hey. I was I was just thinking about you. I want. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah, let's go. Sure. Bang on the other doors, I guess, if they're not up. We need to go see somebody. Get up. We'll get up and do big stretch, <sighs> and then get my stuff and go downstairs. Oh, Mambu incoherently about lesbians. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're here anymore. They they took off. Which, by the way, Reese, thank you again. That was very very mm. impressive. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Would you no like problem. A pair of new socks. Wow, these are nice. Did, also, did they vest. Make... Well, just kind of gesturing. See the vest. Cozy. Oh, you know what? They're they're like they are so nice and so friendly. They seem like... really lovely. Yeah. We need to have some more communication on what a protective lesbian is, does, has, can do thing. Next time I want to talk to somebody and nobody's around, I'm just gonna summon a protective lesbian and be like, oh, "It's had a long day." <laughs> <laughs> just need somebody to talk to. That's fair. Yeah, that that would work. Yeah, you're there for your needs, whatever they may be. In fairness, a gorgeous gay guy can also do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I considered taking that one too. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't, Reese. I know, I know, but I I was also thinking a little bit. I think Reese is also thinking like you know, once we're in the tower, things like that, it it could also be very helpful to have somebody on alert. But for now, I figured I'd get the spell slots out of the way. Angelie's really confused at this conversation, but she's helping bring the food out and get people eating. Come on, more, more, more. Let's go, let's go. We have to go find somebody. Yeah, I'm I'm down. Let's get to it. How much spare food is there and how much can I take with us? Enough for a meal ration for the day. I can't just like have pocket hash browns this time. Hila. Hi. Start having gravy on the hash browns. That's not gonna stop Haven. <laughs> there are no hash browns left over. Okay, can Oh, I don't want pocket bacon this time. Okay, what else are we having for breakfast? Pocket bacon's what? greasy. There's not a lot of breakfast foods that can fit well in pocket unless there's like some fruit on hand and you can grab an apple. Haven will make it happen. You see you see Reese has a special pocket on his construction belt where he pulls out a little handful of scrambled eggs. <laughs> there are some there's some toast, there's some eggs, there are some pancakes. Okay. I'm going to roll up like several pancakes and stick them in a pocket somewhere on my upper body. And then I'm going to get a nice large thing of toast, completely heap eggs and bacon into it and make an egg and bacon sandwich. And then just like walk out stuffing that into my face. Monks need protein. So do you stuff it in? Does your cheeks expand? You know, like a chipmunk? I'm far too well maneuverable to, to allow that to happen. As, I, as it goes in, it goes down. It might have been a subclass. Oh my goodness gracious. So does everybody follow? <laughs> Sorry, Nikki, you know I break you at least once every campaign. <laughs> everybody follow towards the escaping of the town. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. The escaping town towards the ruins. So as you are walking towards the edge of town... You hear a shrill voice that is screaming and berating someone, a not at a guard, but at a, like an overseer of the town. And 
the person looks like they are just taking it in and trying not to react even though this lady is going full Karen basically and like pointing her long pointed nails at his chest poking where you know it's piercing something and she's just like how fucking dare you think that I can't bring things into this town and da -da. like she's going off and off and off and there looks like there is a cart behind her with very confused driver who has unloaded a small little cage of sorts that is wooden completely around but has like a little window at the top where air holes can get out and you see something kind of trying to wiggle its way out of those little holes but you can't really tell what it is so the when you s walk towards them haven make a history check 17 you recognize this woman okay she is a succubus that used to frequent the parties of your parents oh this is Matilda, the succubus, who is older, significantly older, and you can tell, but she is very, very particular about how she looks. She always has to have the finest clothes and the newest things, and even if it's illegal, she needs to have it. And she is the rumor lover of all of the parties, the gossiper. And as you're walking towards the gate, you can't help but pass her. She glances up and her eyes lock on Haven as you're probably stuffing another piece of toast in your mouth. And she goes, oh my goodness, if it isn't little wingless mistake. How are you, dear? I thought you were dead. The way your parents have spoken, you ran off with the help. How cliche. And she glances at the rest of the party. She's like, oh, wait, no, you did. You did run off with the help. I see now. It wasn't a lie. I'm going to step a little closer to Haven and just say, who the fuck is this? Under my breath. Equally quiet, bitch of the millennial, I'll reply. My ears will kind of go flat against my head, but other than that, I'll just stay standing where I am. Matilda, trying to smuggle illicit goods in, as always, I see. I have my needs. Yes. Well, clearly you're wrong, and I'll sort of give a little shrug of my shoulders where my wings are happily clasped around them. Go to move past and see what's in the back discreetly. She's like... You may have grown into your wings, but you were wingless, and it took you a while to get Before them. Before she can mistake. finish, I will turn around and I will boot her in the fucking chest. Roll an attack. 22. Uh, no, sorry, 12. Why I changed the first digit there, I do apologize, it's 12. Alright. We add the squeak sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be dramatic. 12 will just hit. Flat 3 damage. Okay. But I'm more trying to send her flying. I don't want to I don't want to hurt her, I want to kick her away and shock her. She stumbles back a step and the look on her face is just pure hatred almost. And she's like, Of course someone named Mistake would be the one that does these types of things. And she's like, And what are your servants, your friends going to help you with this? Or are you just going to battle me by yourself? Because I can battle and she casts touches something and she casts mage armor on herself. As soon as she does that I'm going to step up next to Haven. So not in between the two of them, but next to Haven. I've got my hackles up and my shoulders are slightly hunched and my claws are out and my hands are kind of by my side. And I say, look, I don't know what your problem is, but you need to back the fuck off. Oh, you're going to send your attack dog after me. How clean. You how fucking cute. speak to her like that again and I will rip your throat out. You can insult me to kingdom come, but you speak to her like that and I will fucking kill you. And I'm going to attack again. While that's going on, I want to discreetly 
hand Zaz the potion of animal friendship and then to Angeli and Zaz kind of body language kind of like point their attention to the locked box with the animal inside of it. I'm going to have initiative rolled. You can you can hand off those things. Though, That's a nine. I got 11. Okay. 16. And Ash? 21. Ooh. <laughs> What's your dex, Angeli? Plus two. 15. What's yours, Ash? I think mine is 14. All right. So, Angeli, you are at the top of the round. The guards you do see are standing around, but none of them are stepping forward. Is that pretty typical for the guards in the city? You would know that most of the time they try to stay out of it unless they are ordered to do so because they have their own jobs to do. But also you do know that there are a lot of people who can be paid off. So you're not sure if it's because they were paid to not get involved or if they were just doing their job and saying, nope, don't get paid enough for that. How big is the crate with the thing in it? It is probably about three feet by two feet. And is there anybody else with her? This Matilda? Just the driver, but the driver is just kind of like watching over the crate right now. All right. I wish to move around, I guess, so I can see where the lock is on the crate. I just need to be within 30 feet. And as I do so, I will chant a few words that came to me last night while I was dreaming. And they were odd. I think I think maybe they were from the old woman that I had heard her use or something. But I tried uttering them this morning. And to my surprise, I had a spectral hand show up that I was able to manipulate and use. And I practiced with that for a little bit. Apparently, I can do this at distance now. So I will do that with this hand. And if I can get within where I can see the crate lock and stuff, I will send the hand over towards it with my lock picks invisibly. You can do that and the lock will be unlocked and the crate is still closed though, but the lock is unlocked. That's fine. Yeah, I want to keep an eye on this this thing that's happening to see right now. I assume Ash and Haven can handle it, but if it starts escalating, I'll want to be handy for it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So is that your turn? Yep. Ash, it is your turn. I'm going to take a step forward slightly in front of Haven towards this Matilda chick Mm -hmm. and say, yeah, guard dog, have you ever tried fucking investing in one? Don't you dare talk to Haven that way. And I'm going to claw at her. Okay. That is a math. Hold on. That is a math. (laughs) That is a math. That is a 17 to hit. That'll hit. Sweet. That is 12 damage. Very nice. All right. Is that your turn? And I'm Perfect. snarling the entire time. That's fine. Fantastic. What does that spell do? Never something you want to hear. Especially not from the DM. No. <laughs> it's so fun to say, because it makes y'all worried. Hey, I wonder why. Worried? Who's worried? Definitely not the cleric over here who's got to pick everybody up in five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to lift up her hand and look at ash and just go you should have stayed still and sat like a good little dog and cast hold monster on you i need you to make a wisdom saving throw oh fuck oh no that was an okay roll that is a 19. you feel almost like a leash and collar begin to wrap around your throat And as you begin to get pulled down to be held, you roar in anger and rip upwards, and the spell doesn't hit. I'm fucking pissed. That is her turn. Reese, it is your turn. 
Alright, I think from a distance, but still kind of stepping forward a bit to make myself known, I'm going to cast Tasha's Mind Whip and pulls some, like, gunk out of his pockets and kind of rubs them together and rubs them on his forehead. And I need Matilda to make a intelligence saving throw. As that spell goes towards her, she will snap her fingers and use her instinctive charm to redirect your spell. Make a wisdom saving throw. 15. Okay. You feel the charm begin to overtake you and your eyes are locked on her, but for a moment they lock onto Haven as you're about to cast a spell, but you're quickly able to redirect your gaze and cast it against her. So you did succeed at your wisdom save. Otherwise you would have been attacking Haven. Okay. That is a 19. Oh, that succeeds. All right. They will be taking half damage too. This is kind of very thin lightning bolt goes from Reese's forehead to, to theirs. And they take two psychic damage. Mm -hmm. Up next is Haven. I am going to attack with my short sword. Mm -hmm. And while doing that, repeat, you don't insult her and attack as well as I can. Which is, yeah, 17 to hit. Right. That's six damage on that one. And then... To follow it up, I'll double back and attack her with one of my daggers. Okay. 21 to hit, and that's four damage. Okay. Zaz, it's your turn. All right. Obviously, I have both Haven and Ashes back, so I would immediately move into an attacking position on this person, Matilda, and I'm going to shout out. You know, it's not nice to call people names, and I pull out my short sword, and you would see the short sword layer up and just like begin to catch a blaze as I'm going to use Smite of Embers as a bonus action. Okay. Which turns your weapon into a magical weapon for one minute. Each time you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack during the spell's duration, your weapon flares with white hot intensity. A successful attack deals an extra 2d6 fire damage to the target above the normal damage of your weapon. So I am going to make my attack roll. That is a 21 to hit. Yep. Perfect. And then that is 14 damage and six of it is fire. All right, we're back at the top of the round. Angelie. As this individual is Matilda, seems to be a spellcaster, correct? Is she uttering like arcane words and, and such? He is a spellcaster, correct. Does she seem to be have her hand dipping into a pouch or something for components? No, she seems to be using natural magic. Okay. I will move to behind Matilda. I will draw out my short swords and I will start getting angry and at this individual who is interrupting our journey to go find this other person how dare this private matter boil up and suddenly be an impediment and green flame again will rise out of her or seep out of her hand and down one of the blades as she pulls for her hellfire and she will move her mage hand over towards this individual but won't do anything with it yet i am done Ash. I'm going to get up from wherever I was with the spell when it hit me, and I'm going to stand up and pull out my sword, and I'm going to take a swing, and as I do, I'm going to say their name is Haven, and then I'm going to swing. That is a 16 to hit. That just hits. Okay. They start to say mistake again, and you slash into them. Yes! Thank you! <laughs> <laughs> that is 17 damage. Okay. On her turn, she is going to just snarl back at you and this is probably the least ladylike you've ever seen her haven as there is blood dripping down her 
where she's been slashed and her teeth are red from blood coming out from somewhere inside of her and she just snaps her fingers again and a flame appears in her hand and expands as she casts it directly behind Haven, Ash, and Zaz so it would hit, it will not hit everybody but it'll hit Ash, Haven, and Zaz with a fireball. So I need dexterity saving throws, please. Would I know and can I put my wings out to protect, give the other two advantage and try and protect them a bit? Coming from behind you. Okay. 11. Six. That is 15. Okay. Only person who succeeds is Ash. So Haven and Zaz, you take 28 fire damage. Ash, you take 14. As the fireball explodes, Reese, you shield your eyes. It barely misses you. You feel the singe across the front of you because it's five feet away from you. Haven, you fall unconscious. Zaz, are you still up? No, I'm down. Okay. As, as the light fades, Haven and Zaz are on the ground. The rest of you have blinked a little bit to get the your vision back to normal. And as you are distracted, she begins to run. Ash I will, and Anjali, you will each get an attack of opportunity against her. Yeah, I am. as soon as I see Haven go down, I am swinging. That is a 21. That definitely hits. 11 points of damage. And I am <laughs> snarling like nobody's ah, business. I'm going to use my inspiration. Reroll. Okay. 14. That will miss, unfortunately. Her AC is a 15. But Ash, as she begins to run, you grab her by the wings, and you know that you can end her life right here and right now. How do you do it, if you choose mm. to do it? I... Not knowing whether or not Haven is okay, I want to. If I have a hand on her wings, I want to rip her backward onto the ground, mm -hmm. and then standing over, I'm going to say, "You should be fucking ashamed of yourself." Their name is Haven, and then I'm just going to stab her right in the throat. Okay, that will kill her. We are technically still in initiative for now. Cape of Courage. Okay, on Reese's turn, you use Cape of Courage, and everybody heals for one d six. One d four. 1d4. Are we rolling our own or? Yeah. I'm at two health. Three. As long as you're up. You hear Haven and Zaz sputtering and coughing as they both take a breath again. Angeli would have moved down to start trying to see if she could save them when probably Reese was doing that. So good job, Reese. Right. Yeah, I'm going to run over and check on everyone as well. Everybody is alive, though injured and burned slightly. You guys look horrible. Thanks. I'll cough and start to stand up and look for where Matilda is. She is on the ground next to you with a sword in her throat still. Would I recognize it as Ashes? Yep. I will have left it there for the time being, but I will have gone to Haven and just been like, are you okay? I'll do the look at the ground thing when there's a few too many emotions and you don't want to acknowledge things and just... Give a half nod shrug and put a hand on Ash's shoulder and say thank you while looking at Matilda. I'll kind of stare at the ground and say, well, I don't think you should be thanking me. It is your family member after all, but I'm just glad you're okay. I'll pull you into a hug and say properly into your ear, thank you. It'd be a very, 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 very big, squishy golfer hug. Ow! <laughs> Sorry! I'm gonna actually I'm gonna hand you a health potion because I have one if you don't. Well, no, I use mine. Okay, last you, I'm just gonna it's like as soon as I let go, I'm just gonna hand you a health potion. Okay, that's two d four plus two. Ten. Nice. Yeah, I got max points on both of those. Thanks. So as you guys are talking, you hear some 
mewing sounds coming from the box. And when you glance over, you see little tentacles poking their way out of the side of the crate. I will hobble down and stick a finger near a tentacle. It sticks to you with its little... So cute. Suckers? That's the word. I'd like to approach the driver and just flip them like two gold and be like, you have the rest of the day off. He shrugs and goes, don't tell me twice and then just walk straight to the bar. When you open the now unlocked crate, you see a small displacer beast inside. I will hand the other potion I have to Zaz and help Zaz up. Oh, Zaz, you need a your outfit. <laughs> I think we're going to have to get it fixed. Thank you. As I'm getting up and brushing myself off and kind of immediately checking my wings, making sure they're all still there and nothing's burnt off. And then after kind of like checking myself, thank Angeli for the potion, just tip it back and drink it immediately. 2d4 plus 2. Keep an eye on Saz, make sure that that doesn't collapse again. Is 5. Cool. <laughs> Feeling a little bit better. All right. So on that note, that is where we will end the episode. One Matilda destroyed a new displacer beast cub in front of you all. that is not to be missed. Join us as we explore a truly collaborative world come to life, only able to exist thanks to the imagination of a global community. There may have been others before, but never like this. Join us for Homebrew Havoc! Oh yeah, uh, bring snacks. <laughs>